0: On this episode of Scammer Stories, the tale of a young man and his dive into the world of romance scamming. He just wanted to play an online game with strangers, not even looking for love. Then a woman started chatting with him and he liked it.
1: I was was through Facebook Messenger because I was adding a whole bunch of people as friends for SimCity, the game you can download on your phone and all that.
0: We'll call this victim John. John lives across the globe in New Zealand and he's been on all of the major dating apps, some legitimate, although riddled with scammers, and some set up to look legitimate that are actually
1: run by scammers
0: tell me just a little bit about you what you're comfortable with
1: well I would say that I'm not exactly the party type if that's what you if that's what you're referring to okay um quiet person that's what I am
0: like so many other people his age a lot of his social interaction besides work is on the internet
1: rather quiet person introvert yeah I do spend a lot of my time online, like YouTube, social media kind of thing. Yeah, I have never had a girlfriend. That's a bit of a surprise to a lot of people.
0: Okay, so tell us about when your nightmare kind of started. What happened?
1: Um, it happened around, I think it was August 2016 or something like that. And it was on Facebook for the whole scam. Back when I used to play SimCity, I would add a whole bunch of people, heaps of people on Facebook and for friends, and then this person named Fake Profile, Grace Murray, sent me a friend request.
0: Like every single person you hear about on Scammer Stories, John had never heard a lot about romance scams.
1: And basically, we got chatting on Messenger. We had a lot in common, as you usually do with scammers, and... Then she invited me to hangouts, which I never really heard of hangouts. But when I started chatting to her on hangouts, she started asking for money, as it usually goes. So I started handing her hundreds of dollars each week.
0: Okay, so how long did that take?
1: Well, until I started sending the money. Yes. Probably took a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. She asked for food money, food stuff as I always ask for, which was $500 or something. That was US converted to New Zealand, that's a lot of money. So the conversations went on from there, but then they played their internet trick where they always lose connection, and whenever they do have connection, they're always asking for money. So I got sucked into the whole personal thing of she had loads of money because she was supposed to be stuck in Nigeria, being an American. I don't know how I got sucked into this, but she basically said she had $24.4 million, which didn't really mean much to me at the time until after a little while.
0: This is what happened to my mom. Not only was she excited about the thought of finding the love of her life, but also more money than she'd ever dreamed of.
1: I thought about it, and I was supposed to help her out of Nigeria, get the money into New Zealand, and live the life.
0: It's interesting listening to victims tell their stories to me once their head is clear.
1: But all I was doing is sending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I was basically sending money twice a week, between two and $500 U.S., just for the same recurrence of food bills and internet bills and stuff. And then I was also trying to get a hold of a storage locker in Nigeria. Honestly, I still ask myself, how the hell did I get sucked into this crap? But I didn't think about it at the time. This is a scam. I was told by my dad, after sending a lot of money and I just ignored him thinking, nah no, nah no, I believe this person, she's real, but she could never do a video chat, never could do a voice chat. So I never thought about it then. <laughs> this is how bad I was then.
0: Hear that? If you're a family member of a victim like me, you've experienced this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was too naive. Way mm-hmm. too naive. And I have another American friend which I've known for a few years and she was helping me out. She's real. And she had contacts to find. I was sending her pictures. I even sent her a video that audio had been deleted and she got her friends. Basically, she confirmed that whoever I was chatting to online was not who they're meant to be. And we're still friends to this day.
0: Okay, so when my mom was going through her scam, I tried everything I could do to convince her. Can you tell us exactly exactly what it was your friend told you that got through
1: i mentioned a lot of things to her and she was starting to pull out the red flags for me saying this isn't right it was also the way the scammer would chat to me online the the constant use of am and the broken english on chat i didn't think about it originally but she pointed it out to me that this isn't right. This isn't proper English for a, a normal person. And when, when I told my dad about the whole money situation in Nigeria, even he immediately, now this isn't right. This is a scam. When
0: your dad oh, said I, it was a scam, did you believe
1: I, it? I didn't believe it for a while because I was too naive. Oh yeah, started off as just a couple of hundred bucks being sent over to Nigeria. But then once we were closing in towards signing off paperwork, which costed hundreds of more dollars, the money went up. And eventually, unfortunately, I did have to borrow some money, which luckily isn't a lot. I'm still paying off. But luckily, it wasn't massive compared to what other people have borrowed, but it was only $10,000, which is payable in my time. I know, I cringe at the same dad doesn't know about that. If he did, I would be dead. If he found out I would be dead. But NK here's the thing was-
0: is a lot of the victims I talk to they think, Oh, I've just given ten thousand dollars and you figured out how to stop. I'm not getting in deeper. You didn't yeah. get
1: addicted. Nah. I borrowed ten K, but I did not notice the bank people were a bit suspicious about it. it. Did take a while behind the counter. They did act a bit suspicious. It's supposed to be a seven year payoff, but I I'm I made myself a goal this year to pay it off this year.
0: He could have easily gotten in deeper. Scammer wanted him to borrow twenty-five K.
1: And I've got a few thousand bucks in the bank, so I can pay it off easy this year instead of waiting a few more years.
0: We hear from women a lot on this podcast and how they were emotionally disturbed. I asked him what he was feeling from a man's perspective.
1: Yeah, I felt real sick after when I realized what was going through my mind. Um, The fact that I had had been plagued the whole time, that I could have stopped it very early in the process before sending money. The fact that I had sent just thousands of dollars, which I could have just saved. Yeah, just basically all the money I've lost.
0: And how has that affected you since?
1: Taught me lessons in terms of fake profiles. It's good to just reverse search image them in case they are fake profiles on real dating sites. If they ask for money, don't send any money. If they're broken English, that's a warning sign. So
0: he was talking about the financial aspect. I wanted to hear something deeper. Like, is it affecting if he's ever going to date online again?
1: hasn't really affected me, but I'm just more aware of who could possibly be behind the photos, if it's a real person or not a real person. Um, but how I feel, um, um, hard to say. Maybe I've lost a little bit of confidence of online because so many fake people out there. I often question the dating sites a lot whether most people on there yeah i I believe most people are real on bumble and tinder but women don't tend to write much about themselves just basically their instagram profile name and that's about it so it's hard to just you can like as many people as you like but you just get no replies and i've noticed that a lot everyone has a generic profile
0: mm -hmm. okay so let's talk about the elephant in the room
1: Yep. Um, You're talking to me at work. And why? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because basically no one can hear our conversation. I don't want anyone overhearing it and knowing, oh, have you been scammed before, Blair? Or if I'm at home, whether it be my brother, mother, or father, they'll be like, oh, who's this you talking to? What are you talking about? Why are you talking about a scam? Blah, blah, blah. So just want to stay away from prying ears and stuff. Private conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't want anyone at work to hear about it because then that's just very awkward. I don't want them knowing about anything. Uh, Another thing about the whole dating process, I mean, profiling and being scammed, is that they talk about your personal life, your personal feelings, personal everything to scammers, and you explain everything to them. And then when you find out they're fake, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then if you join real sites and try and explain things, it's a totally different world on dating sites.
0: He's got a great point here. Something to keep in mind when dating online, which I've done myself. I never got into deep conversations with real men I met online. If someone online is asking you a ton of questions, odds are it's a scammer. They need to gather all the information on you as possible. Think about it. Does a real man or woman online really want to know all of that about you before they even meet and decide if they're really interested?
1: They don't like big intellectual conversations, I've noticed, on dating sites. Trying to explain everything all over again, it just gets frustrating. When I've chatted to the scammer and explained a lot of personal things to the scammer before realizing they are a scammer, and you go into lots of deep conversations.
0: So after spilling his guts to a scammer, he says it's hard to reveal anything to real people online.
1: You've lost trust in talking to people as such online because you just can't you gradually lose trust in who's real who isn't and then when you join dating sites for the most part it's hard to connect with people
0: have you talked to other men your age who have gone through the same thing no (laughs) women may be targeted for romance scams more than men but men are also less likely to talk about it think about this podcast how many men do you hear it's not because i don't reach out to them for stories 95% 95% of the time, they tell me no. It's not good for even a young, handsome man like John. Why do you think that is?
1: I joined the other scam groups on Facebook, and they're basically Aussie the any guy there. From my understanding, it's a lot less common for a guy to get scammed than a woman, and guys are more likely to go, ha-ha, you're stupid, you got scammed, oh, you're so stupid, that's another thing. It is a bit of self-esteem, eh? yeah. Loss of self-esteem in that in that category, vulnerable. Basically, guys aren't really meant to be scammed as such as, a, a, yeah.
0: So after telling him that he's brave for telling his story and how much it could help other men, he revealed the truth about the amount he lost.
1: I think overall the amount of money I may have sent could be close to thirty thousand dollars overall, but I did send hundreds of dollars each week or fortnight over. A period of eight months, maybe so it could be 15 20 plus thousand dollars sent plus the 10k I borrowed. So you're probably looking at around nearly 30k. Can't really get this money back. The once the scammers get this money, they basically spend it on luxuries and it mm-hmm. just goes into the cars or houses or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's basically gone once they've got the money.
0: Okay, so you haven't told your parents,
1: they do know, but they don't know the full story, especially my mum. My, even my dad doesn't know the full story, and if he found out, I'd be dead.
0: He's cracking me up right now about his dad, but I can identify. My dad's the same way. I'm over 40 years old, and I'm just now getting the nerve to tell my dad like it is, and only sometimes.
1: He doesn't have compassion. Women are more sensitive than guys kind of thing. He, If I told him the full story now, he'd still kill me. Um, <laughs> he doesn't think, oh, yeah, that's all right. That happened well, you've, you've learned your lesson. If I told him that I borrowed money, which he did say to me, have you borrowed money? No, 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 no. But if I admitted I had, oh my God, uh, there'd be some serious shit going on then.
0: If you're a man enlisting right now or have a male family member who is currently being scammed, here's what you can learn from him. I asked, what would he say to men who are victims?
1: I would say basically, don't be afraid to admit that you've been scammed and just join social media groups. Um, I would say that no one's really afraid to admit that they've been scammed in the group. But I joined the group because I wanted to know, learn more tactics about scammers in terms of I like get if I got scammed in a different way. Thinking, I know all about scammers, but get hit in a different way. So that's why I joined the groups originally.
0: I didn't know about the Facebook groups until after my mom was scammed. Didn't learn about them all until after she'd actually passed away. Now, I also know that some of the groups are scammers too. So, you want to look at the Scamming Scammers Action Group first. They're the best, in my opinion, because they're the most informative and the most kind. It's run by an engaged couple. The female was a victim, and her fiancé does all of these wonderful live videos on a regular basis where you can ask questions. It's actually the first place I got answers. Plus, they're hysterical. you got to hear the recorded calls with scammers they do. You need to laugh, and it's funny. Another group is Scam Haters United. It's run by a network of victims from the UK and the US. They work with you to come up with solutions. And last but not least, a group called Advocating Against Romance Scammers. I'm on the board. I joined because I was treated the best by this group when I reached out. They're kind, knowledgeable, and they're advocating for change in Congress. It's run by Kathy, who started the group when her mom's friend was scammed, and Brian, He's a veteran whose pictures are used by scammers. There are other groups, but these three are the best place to start, in my opinion. One thing I've never considered before this interview is, John says men, though, aren't often welcome in groups like this. They're dominated by women. They're even branded as scammers, even though they are victims themselves.
1: But it was all woman-based. So not, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just I joined just to see if there's other tactics that they were, the scammers were using fake profiles of men so that's another problem for men joining anti-scam groups is men are the fake used pictures are the reason why they're on those groups so it's kind of hard to accept other men from a woman's perspective.
0: What do you think should happen to fix it?
1: With Facebook they should have settings where you can change it to the other countries outside of wherever you're living and can't see your profile. This is
0: an interesting concept. It might work. In today's PC world, though, would that be a problem? I don't
1: know. Facebook doesn't have the settings where you can say, I don't want certain countries seeing my profile, or you can choose any country you want. So scammers from Nigeria or wherever can't just send a a friend request to somebody in New Zealand or America. They can't get into whoever is... Closed their profile off from overseas viewers. I'm pretty sure basically Facebook can't prevent scamming, but what they can do is limit the scamming by people can choose to close their profiles off basically to overseas countries, is the best way around it, in my opinion. And it'll be a much easier option than trying to find and delete and Profile pages, because you'd be doing it forever otherwise, but that plan, I think that idea would be a really good idea if you could close yourself off from other countries. It would seriously limit the scamming, would drop a lot eventually, I reckon. Um, Basically, bots messaging you.
0: He also shed light on fake dating apps that I hadn't thought of before. I posted a screenshot, what he believes are fake dating apps, on Scammer Stories Podcast Facebook page. As
1: soon as you make a profile, you've got what appears to be real people. But they all message you, you can get 20, 30 messages in one day. They all use catchphrases and it's usually always sexual references.
0: Ew, real or fake, don't respond to that crap.
1: And there's one or two pictures and they look pretty old, the pictures. But no one ever has their Instagram name linked in the profile. Oh, none of them have got social media. They all have one kid or no kids. To some degree, yes, I am turned off because of so many generic profiles. Uh,
0: I hate to hear that because there are so many women out there looking for someone uh, like you. I've
1: been doing it only for the last week or so. I, I like random profile, not for sexual reasons, but just to see, hmm, she hasn't written anything in her description. Do I have anything in common with her? But I never get likes back and most part women, I think they're too nervous to message back guys on dating sites. And I go by, you can tell the difference in picture quality. I'm really, I, I'm into my technology and all that sort of stuff. So, I can tell by picture quality, and I might use a reverse search. You can tell by looking at the photo where they could possibly be in New Zealand. If you think, "Nah, that doesn't look like you'd be in New Zealand. You look like you could be in America or Europe or Australia, whatever, because skin color, tone tells where someone is as well. I've noticed that, if that's a strange thing to say. It's just a little fine details. I think you can tell something slightly off.
0: And another thing, here we have fake dating apps and scammers on so-called legitimate apps. I asked if he's turned off now by finding a real wonderful woman online because of the hell he's experienced.
1: Yeah, I've got the apps on my phone, but I've unsubscribed because, hell, nothing's happening. So I've just unsubscribed and left a little description about myself. Pretty easy, pretty basic, enough to say who I am. Thank you so much. It's all right.
0: So a lot to process here. I'd like to thank John for sharing his story with me. It wasn't easy. If you have a story you'd like to share, you can send an email to scammerstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Scammer Warriors.